3: Hi, I'm Maxine Margot Rubin along with my co-host Malcolm Berman and this is The Many Shades of Green, our program that adds a dash of green into your life as we engage in conversations that move to inform, educate, activate, and raise your eco-consciousness. Through culture, politics, music, art, science, and community, we hope to inspire you to pick a shade of green and become a steward of this beautiful blue-green planet we call Earth. So, hi to Malcolm. Uh, Hi, Peter. We're going to bring you in. Hi back to Neil out there in in, in engineer land. Uh, And welcome to the program. Just a quick quote that I found right before because I had just was looking around fishing for a quote. And uh, this is the quote. It says, go up in an airplane, go high enough, and it's like we don't even exist. Muhammad Ali said that. Mohammed Ali said that. And I just, I don't know, it somehow it brought me into the topic we'll be talking about, airport, a particular airport. So if you are living near a large or small airport, please know that you are being exposed to ultrafine particles of air pollution, which is not routinely monitored or regulated by the federal government. Uh, these particles are 0.1 micron in diameter, ultrafine And they're 700 times thinner than the width of human hair, and it winds up in your lungs. Emissions from aviation are a significant contributor to climate change. If unmitigated, aviation emissions are expected to double or triple by 2050. Adverse environmental impacts affect communities that are near airports, especially those near watersheds, uh, which affect stormwater runoff and drinking water. Uh, Westchester Air Port is a local airport in the suburb of New York City, which is raising concerns about water and air pollution, as well as noise and increased usage by private jets. The skies are not very friendly in the surrounding communities, and my guest this week, Peter Schlechtis, is tirelessly working to reduce the expansion of Westchester Airport to help reduce environmental impacts to area residents. He has lived near the airport uh, since 2001 with his wife, Jennifer, who currently serves this is great you you give a lot to the the community she's the the president of the rye brook school board and he has and they have two two beautiful children i'm sure uh when he moved to the area he assumed that the county airport's long-standing non-expansion policy would stay in place unfortunately this does not seem to be the case and he united with others to oppose expansion Um, Peter is the chairperson of the Rybrook Airport Advisory Council, is a member and former chair of the County Airport Advisory Board, and currently is is his main hat, uh, as he told me, is a member of the steering committee of the Coalition to Prevent Westchester Airport Expansion, a nonprofit watchdog group of community and environmental organizations, as well as many hundreds of unaffiliated residents, that together represent thousands of constituents united in seeking a vibrant but limited and environmentally responsible county airport uh, with no expansion of of operations. Peter is also the co-founder and executive director uh, at Association for Delivery Drivers, uh, and he is the guardian of the planet at this point in my mind and a stellar example of a community activist working to do good for his community, both on the local and the reach goes global. It's not just local. When you do local, it goes, it goes out. So, Peter, welcome to the Many Shades of Green. It's so great to have you here. How are
4: you doing? Thanks, Maxine. I'm doing great. I really appreciate you uh, and Malcolm having me here. Uh, so it's a privilege, and, and hopefully we can uh, uh, we can educate and maybe even activate some people out right. there. Um, because I really, um, I really think this is a great example of where, uh, public engagement can have, uh, real successful impacts.
3: Right. Um, so we're going to talk about that because I have to get in the first question. This what see, I, I got you in, in a different way this time. <laughs> Because uh, I asked how you were. You see, that was my first thing. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And I, see, I, just, I, I just, I just, I just zoomed you, right you in. You zoomed into what it is. So we're going to zoom out quick. Just I cause I we need, it. we need really. your shade of green. And I know people don't see it, but he's, he's you tell me your room is painted green. So.
4: My room is painted green. But but no, I'm I'm going to say my shade of green today is a beautiful, clear sky blue. Because that's, that's what we're aiming for. Is right. blue skies, quiet skies, clean skies, and uh, that that contributes as much as anything else to uh, a green planet.
3: Right. I mean the the you know the aviation industry in and of itself is people don't realize you know when they're getting on a plane uh, what what's happening behind all of that you know so in this case this is this is a fairly local issue but there's a lot of local airports around the country
2: yeah. uh,
3: so. How how did you get involved in issues of regarding the the expansion of the airport and 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 what is the purpose of this, this coalition that you're kind of spearheading here?
4: So first, uh, Maxine, let me say that um, I don't see it as such a local issue Uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, First of all, Westchester County Airport, believe it or not, is the third busiest airport in New York state. Uh, it is one of the busiest uh, private aviation, otherwise known as general aviation, airports in the country, meaning when you take out the commercial airlines. Of course, it has commercial airlines, but commercial airlines make up barely 15% on average of flights in and out of the airport. The rest, 85%, is corporate, private, charter, and and similar type uh, operations and i think what what people uh number one there are no limitations on those flights uh at the airport other than the physical capacity of the infrastructure there and what can what it can safely handle um so what gets what gets built and even what gets upgraded or or there has a big impact on you know what the airport can handle going forward Um, and, you know, the size of private jets and planes over the course of the last 20 years has grown exponentially. The, the, um, uh, a lot of the technology has definitely advanced. If you look at a, a similar size, similar weight plane from 20 or 30 years ago with today, you're going to have a cleaner, uh, quieter plane today. However, if you offset that by having bigger, heavier planes, then you really haven't gained anything. And, and you know, according to a whole lot of people around Westchester County Airport, you've actually gone backwards, generating more noise, disruption, and environmental risk, even with fewer planes.
3: I, I, I right now, hold on one quick second. Yeah. I'm sorry, Malcolm, because as we're, we're doing this outside my window i am literally i'm in newcastle i am in a flight pattern because they come by sometimes every few minutes into the night two o'clock three o'clock four a.m there's no stop to these planes like no stop to it and it's remarkable because when i was you know i'm here since the 80s and it was quiet There was none of this going on and 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 in the last decade or so and especially the last few years it's gone you know up and up and up in terms of the amount of flights and and the planes which are coming in you know the net jets the the all the different you know particular smaller uh corporate jets this is the spot for the corporate jet folks to come you know into so yeah, it's it's becoming a, a real problem, and people are finally, I think, recognizing this fact. I mean, that's what you are seeing, right?
2: Yeah, but but as I said to what Peter said, it's not a local issue. Me, me, I, I'm being in, in Los Angeles, that has been around for the last twenty years because uh, I, I live in Sherman Oaks, and there's the Van Nuys Airport, which basically right. uh, private jets are landing all hours because a lot of celebrities live in uh, live in the San Fernando Valley and they're taking off all hours of night. And And also the the, uh, Santa Monica airport, same problem and the Burbank airport. So there, there are various committees, you know, all over Los Angeles, Los Angeles area, trying to regulate the noise and the pollution. So again, your problem is uh, the same in LA and probably in all the major cities in in, uh, the country.
4: That's right. And we all, we all face the same uh, headwinds, as it were, which is mainly the FAA and certain legislation that Congress passed back in the 90s that um, kind of traded uh, an aviation industry commitment to invest in and, and, and bring on uh, quieter technology. But in exchange for that, the devil's bargain was that the government agreed that localities would no longer be able to control the use of their airports and airspace. So, uh, you know, for example, the Westchester County Airport at one point had uh, a overnight curfew uh, with uh, with penalties for those who violated it. And the courts threw it out and granted an injunction against the airport um, because they said that was not, you know, an air, you can't do that anymore. Um, you can't control the local use of the airport unless in certain rare instances, you can prove that you had these uh, rules in effect before 1990. Um, hmm. And the good news is, is that Westchester County did have some rules in effect, specifically because we had a very small terminal at that point for commercial airlines, there was a limit as to how many passengers were the airlines were allowed to schedule in and out of the terminal uh, each half hour, um, and a limit as to the number of gates that the terminal could could utilize. So in the 90s, when the terminal was redone, um, uh, uh, there was an, uh, an agreement reached and it was ultimately tested successfully in court. And there's a letter from the FAA stating that even though the, uh, the terminal is larger, it was, it was created to hold the same capacity as the old one, just in a more comfortable way. And oh. therefore, the same rules apply. And so we do have limitations on how many commercial airline uh, gates we can have, how many uh, passengers commercial airlines can schedule in and out, At least for most of the year. There are exceptions for holiday seasons. And so when a lot of people come to Westchester Airport and see these huge crowds and wonder, you know, what kind of rules was he talking about? Unfortunately, there are exceptions during the holiday seasons uh, that allow the airlines to oversubscribe the, you know, to overdo the capacity of the terminal. So if, don't be upset with Westchester County, don't be upset with the airport. It's it's your airlines who are taking advantage of, of ho- loopholes in the rules to put more people in that building than that building was designed to, to to handle. And so that's that's the issue.
3: Wow. I mean, at at this point, I mean, there were recent articles about it's just a county in Forbes magazine saying it's given the dubious distinction of being the worst airport in the <laughs> nation yeah. for holiday travel, according to a new study by Forbes. Of the nation's 100 busiest airports, and they think well, I object the, LAX. No, well, this is but this is <laughs> a, a lot of sm- people object. This is a lot of this is a smaller airport, though. You know, I, I mean, the flights. I know when my brothers used to come in from from they would they would start out in LAX. They'd have to there's no direct flights from L.A. to Westchester Airport, and they'd have to like go into Chicago or something. Right, their flights were late or canceled. I can't even tell you how many times into, into HPN. That's so the,
4: it, there's a it, it's couple of little secrets about that, uh, about that study. First of all, it's purely based on, as far as I could tell, it's purely based on statistics. Uh, if you speak to Westchester residents, um, and residents from all over the region, uh, who flock to this airport, um, they'll tell you, I think that, um, they're very glad the airport's here. I mean, there's no doubt that it's mm-hmm. a convenience, um, and that it brings uh, benefits, uh, including economic benefits, to uh, to the county. Um, and you know, we recognize that uh, it's a question of it's a question of trade offs, and it's a question of not making the negatives, you know, get worse. The other little secret, by the way, is because of those rules about you know the number of passengers you can move per half hour there are a lot of flights that get scheduled in the early in the early morning hours who, that are almost designed to take off late um hmm. because this way those passengers will count in a different half hour slot um and 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 prevent the airlines from getting into trouble so you know that doesn't mean they're very late and It doesn't mean that people miss their connections because the airlines know exactly what they're doing. So, bottom line is the the airport is the third busiest in New York State. But there's another big reason why this is not a local problem, as bad as it is, and as much as you know, I'm here to advocate for folks like you who are dealing with more noise, Mm -hmm. from bigger planes and vibrations, (laughs) you know, more frequently. um, The other big the other big uh, and really the biggest factor and and dirty little secret about Westchester County Airport is that it lies essentially adjacent to the Kensico Reservoir mm-hmm, right I was just which,
3: looking at that yeah which,
4: yeah I, the Kensico Reservoir collects the water from six upstate reservoirs funnels it down to the New York City area and then uh, allocates it out to millions of residents in Westchester and New York City, and, and that is the that is by far the region's biggest source of drinking water. It lies right next to a major industrial facility like the airport, and while I can tell you that the county has worked uh, very diligently to try to control, um, you know, and and uh, runoff. And, uh, you know, water migration around the airport into the reservoir, you know, the big thing is you don't know what you don't know. In the 90s, it turns out there were huge petrochemical and and pollutants in the ground um, from users of the airport that the county only belatedly became aware of. And there was a huge cleanup effort. Um, And luckily, it, it seems to have, you know, prevented anything serious from getting into the reservoir. And then just a few years ago, A whole new class of chemicals called deicing, or something. Well, they're called PFAS chemicals. PFAS, right? You know, it's a uh, it's a very long chemical name. I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna mispronounce it uh, uh, on your broadcast here. Okay,
3: PFAS is good
0: enough. Yeah, Mm
4: PFAS, and there are lots of different flavors of those chemicals, and a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them came on an on an airport. You're most likely to get them from deicing. liquids that are sprayed, not because there are a lot of fires at the airport, but there's a lot of fire drills at the airport. Um, and in particular, our airport was the home of a national, um, uh, the Air National Guard for decades. Those people cycle in and out all the time, so they have to constantly be training new recruits on ha- on firefighting. And what did they do? They dug a pit. <laughs> And they lit stuff on fire in the pit and then and then they sprayed it with PFAS chemicals. Oh, wow. um, and, you know, those PFAS chemicals do not degrade. They get into the into the earth and the and, and the rains bring it down into the groundwater and the groundwater leaches it over to the reservoir. Um, and And the county is now spending a lot of money in conjunction with New York State to try to control for that and minimize the leakage so that we don't wind up uh like like uh uh kingston uh or no i'm sorry it's um uh what's the 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 city yeah near stewart exactly right uh Newburg. Newburg. yeah Newburg's reservoir was shut down uh because of pfas contamination um you know and pfas of course turns out who knew but it turns out that it has all kinds of uh, potentially serious health um, risks associated with it. Right, so right. anyway, well, the, it doesn't matter where you live in the airport, uh, or in the county, or even in the region. Westchester County Airport should concern you, and the risks associated with um, with with its operations potentially fouling our reservoir should concern you not to mention air and noise and, and all right, the rest right.
3: of it. Well, that's, we'll have to bring this back in because we hit we hit the break uh, and we'll talk more about it after the break. There's there's so much to talk about, probably need five hours. But anyway, there's, there's a lot of work that you're doing that, that's fabulous. And we'll also talk about, you know, we have a green amendment in, in, in New York now too. Maybe that could somehow play into it. So we will then now take a station break And we will be right back in a flash, so please stay
0: tuned. HudsonRiverRadio.com
1: Check out The Angel Quest Show with psychic medium and author Karen Noe. Karen covers spiritual topics such as near-death experiences, reincarnation, life after death, how your thoughts create your reality, creating peace on earth, and so much more. Check out The Angel Quest Show on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join host Frank
1: Lobono for Being Frank, the intelligent conversation podcast. From around the corner to around the globe, every topic is fresh and topical to provide you with information in a format that encourages discussion, not division. If you're looking for intelligent conversation, then Being Frank is the podcast for you. Being Frank, where the only way to be, is Frank. Available on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is HudsonRiverRadio.com And we're back uh with Peter Schlactus uh talking about Westchester County Airport expansion, things going on, and uh and what's happening is the, the 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 civic responsibility of people they're they're stepping up and and this is a very important aspect of, of anything that we're trying to do as a community, as a Country as a any you know we need to be stepping up to do things and and you're doing this which is I know how one reason you're going to give us as how you got started doing this and then who are the players involved in this coalition so uh, I'll throw it to you to give that information.
4: Okay, thank you, Maxine. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really think you know this is not a story of people banging their, you know, as, as much as people are frustrated, you know, how do I make the noise go away? Um, you know, and, and as difficult as it is to say, okay, let, here's how we're going to do it. So the noise goes away tomorrow. Um, but I still think that in the end, it's a story of, of, of possibilities and empowerment and people coming together and, su- and successfully making a difference, or, or frankly, I wouldn't have stayed involved. Um, what happened was, uh, and the reason that we have this uh, incredibly um, uh, effective uh, coalition with amazing people uh, heading it up from community leaders, neighborhood association leaders, environmental group leaders, whether it be the Sierra Club, the Federated Conservationists of Westchester and so forth, uh, not to mention, uh, you know, again, hundreds and hundreds of, of residents from throughout the region um, who have come to our website, which, if I may, is uh, coalition, to Pre- uh, <laughs> coalition to prevent Westchester Airport Expansion.org. And if that's too big a mouthful for you, as apparently it was for me, um, <laughs> it, it's the initials. Ctp dot org, which I know is not that much better, but it's
3: ctpwae.org Okay. Yeah.
4: CTPWAE.org. Coalition to right. prevent Westchester Airport Expansion. Right. Why does this group exist? Um, why why does it exist to welcome people like your listeners to join as supporters, which by the way costs nothing? Um it 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 started well, it started, there, there have been, you know, public um, engagement and, and mobilization around airport issues for almost as long as the airport exists, which goes back to the uh, early 40s, World War II era. Um, but the latest round began in the early 2000s when uh, uh, my community, which lies, you know, very right next to the airport, basically, learned at the 11th hour that they were going to build uh, new facilities at the airport on our end with involving pollutants. Um, but hey, this was gonna be a great thing because it was gonna improve de-icing at the airport and therefore improve safety. And who's, who could be against that? Who could be against safety and de-icing of airplanes? But scratch the surface and we found that the logic behind how the airport was gonna do this was really wanting. Um, it really seemed like there was a lot of, the airport had a lot of money and they were chasing a marquee project to sort of make their reputations. Um, and the end result was that more planes were going to have to cross the runway, more planes were going to have to taxi longer before taking off. And none of that was helpful to safety or de-icing. So we, we mobilized, we, um, we got communities around us involved and to our to our great surprise weeks later not even months later um we had stirred up such a beehive's nest that the county executive pulled the plug on the project mm, there um, you go and that's
3: that's a thing that's a good thing
2: now i i have a question now take it for take it that you need more airports or more airlines coming in uh, as the city expands, what is the alternative? How do they build? How do they get more m- more airlines coming in? Uh, you know, more traffic coming into a city that is expanding.
4: Well, look, um, I mean, what what Laguardia was just completely redone, um, and and can now you know handle a greater throughput. Uh, Stewart Airport is completely underutilized. It mm-hmm. was built as the larger expansion to the New York metro region airport system um, you know our airport happens to be closer so as a result it it naturally you know gets the interest uh, in terms of additional flights but our airport would be completely illegal to build today because of the environmental threats associated with its proximity to the reservoir um, and 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 other environmental factors so you know just So the bottom line is, look, we're not not fighting for the airport to get shut down. uh, We're happy for it to remain vibrant and remain in its role. But it's already the third biggest and busiest um, uh, airport in New York State. And it doesn't have to be any bigger um, because every additional flight, especially every additional large plane, um, means additional risk to the water and air resources that we all depend on here uh, right. both for our health and for our economic well-being.
3: Yeah, the green, I mean New York passed the green amendment yeah. which uh, which gives us uh the citizens the inalienable right, right to have clean air, clean water. I mean, you would think we would have that anyway, you know, and and so there's I don't think it's been really tested yet. Uh, Maya Van russum has been on the show. She's the riveted, you know, she's the proponent of that. She, she's the one pushing for it. And she's, she's amazing, but by and large,
4: I mean, we haven't yet tested it. Um, well, that's right. And Westchester County was full throated supporter mm-hmm. of that bond act. Right. Uh, and, uh, and so, and they own the airport. So you you can't really square supporting something like, the uh the clean air clean water green jobs environmental bond act on the one hand and expanding uh private jet use at the county airport on the other when private jet use you know has been shown to be pound for pound one of the worst polluting and least sustainable uh you know activities that we humans engage in
3: right Uh, it's it's pretty amazing i mean i'm i'm, I'm i keep saying cuz i I'm, i know I, I you know about buttonhook forest right we're trying to save the, this yep. this this incredible place and and the the planes you know we have spotting you know eagles hawks redtail it's incredible you've got to come visit <laughs> and you've got to come on a tour but it, it it's amazing you. we see the 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 airplanes coming over the, the the jets the net whatever companies they are i mean right now what what is the one that they're trying to do? Millionaire? Yeah. So, I mean, just the name of it isn't is, that a great? Isn't that a great wanna, name? Says the name it of it is Millionaire. I mean, <laughs> if that's not a kick in the face, nothing is. And and they're trying to expand their partner. You know, put another ter- hangar or terminal. What's going on with that? I mean, and this is all part right. of this this insanity that's going on.
4: Yeah. So basically, um. You know, and and I appreciate it because that links back to the story here, which is Mm -hmm. people coming together um, and the fact that the county owns the airport means it doesn't take millions of people. It doesn't even take tens of thousands of people, um, you know, to to move the needle in terms of county policy. Um, But then what happened? We 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 had turned our lives upside down and we needed to get back to our lives. And our local representatives assured us that you know now they knew how we felt, and they would uh, they would watchdog the airport for us. And next thing we knew, um, the airport there, w- there was a move to privatize. Uh, right. uh, uh, water testing at the airport was halted. Um. Uh. Permission was given for for new big new hangars to be built. And so what happened was there was a, a political campaign that successfully um, ousted the uh, prior administration who was behind all of that Mm -hmm. and backed the newcomer, who's our current county executive. And in the process of that campaign, he made certain pledges to uh, support community environmental interests at the airport. Um, But we realized when when he he won the election, we realized this time our, our work was not over. That we needed to create an ongoing watchdog coalition um, and not just depend on the politicians. And so we did. And that's why we have the coalition. Um, and I think the coalition has been doing yeoman's work. The only thing we're missing are another couple of thousand follow, uh, uh, supporters. Right. So- we
3: need, we need a no, lot. Because again, that- the problem is the people don't, they're not realizing what's in their own backyard or what's happening a lot of times. You think they do. A lot are. A they lot are more people are more people are getting it, but uh a lot of people, you know, that they, they think someone else is gonna do it. Peter, you're gonna do it. Max, yeah. you're gonna do it. Malcolm well, I'm happy.
4: You know, happy Leo, to do you're my gonna part. do it. Yeah. But but the what people don't realize is uh even, even if it's true that you have committed volunteers, um the the power, the leverage that we have is directly proportional to how much support we can claim is behind us, and the good news is it doesn't take a lot of time, a lot of effort, or a lot of money to provide that support. Uh, you know, which is not to say that we wouldn't love to have several dozen, you know, additional active uh, uh, volunteers helping the core group, you know, with uh, with various, you know, various uh, uh, activities. But, you know, the bottom line is it costs nothing to go to a website and register yourself as a supporter. It costs nothing to make a few noise complaints um, every month because the county, believe it or not, uh, even if even if you don't think that that's going to change anything today, and it probably won't, um, you may not even get a response. But I right. do know from my years of involvement, the county pays careful attention to how many noise complaints there are, and Mm -hmm. even more so, how many homes are making noise complaints. So you don't have to, uh, you know, some people want to make a lot of noise complaints, and God bless them, that certainly helps. But even if you just pick out a few nighttime flights um, and complain and call the next morning, uh, or use the website to register. how
3: How do you make a noise complaint?
4: Well, the good news is there are a lot, I mean, the good news and the bad news is there's a lot of different ways. So okay. uh, the easiest way to know the ways is to just Google Westchester County Airport noise complaints okay. and you'll get taken right to a county page that has the phone number and the website and everything else. There's, a, there's even a private company that has a button. You can, uh, you can uh, buy a button that will connect to your complaint account and literally by pressing the button, you'll, you'll lodge a complaint. So for those people who work mm-hmm. out of their home, who feel like a plane has come too low or loud or too often, uh, that's a great, that's a great little tool that makes it, that makes it very easy.
3: A button who would think, <laughs> <laughs> I, who would think, I mean, I would, you know, at night I could probably be pressing that button every five minutes, seeing it go by my window uh at all hours it, it's it's remarkable and people are complaining I mean in in Newcastle area I know there's a lot of folks who uh have come on board to try to uh get involved and we've had meetings here we go to the meetings in Armmark or whatever it happens to be meetings I don't know what's been happening lately and and they met here I think what the FAA was here yep and apparently FAA. that that meeting like they they're like this they they don't
4: I I, I, I I mean, I couldn't
3: go, but I don't know. Uh, I heard that they weren't really overly listening, but I don't know.
4: I I actually thought the FAA, I was surprised at how receptive they were, you know, which of course, again, doesn't mean they're going to turn around and take all the airplanes away tomorrow. But the end result of that meeting was encouraging enough that the local aviation association help put forward a proposal for an alternate flight path to help out the the communities North of the airport, because one of the issues, you know, one of the reasons that, that you're experiencing what you're experiencing, you know, might have to do with larger planes, but it also has to do see all kinds of noise pollution here. I don't know if you've been noticing, but there's been, you know, rumblings every few (laughs) minutes because I've got flights, you know, flying over my house. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the, um, Technology has helped planes, maybe arguably, or plane engines be quieter uh, for takeoff in particular, Um, but technology has also resulted in more planes flying the exact same flight path. So whereas in the past, you might have had a bunch of planes approaching Westchester and, and, you know, within a, a half a mile, you know, of each other, which... Uh, uh, which doesn't sound like a lot, but if you are, I can tell you that if you are directly under the plane versus a couple of tenths of a mile or a half a mile away, there's significant differences. So if you have uh, planes coming in on slightly different paths, that creates a whole different soundscape
0: mm-hmm. on the,
4: on the ground below versus planes coming in right, you know, right on the same line, one after the other after the other. Um, So the thought was that we could create another path for planes to uh, go over 684 more or less uh, where their noise would actually blend with uh, the existing noise. And believe it or not, when the noise scientists will tell you uh, the, the the yeah the noise scientist, why not? Um, the noise we'll scientists that, yes there right. has to
3: be noise scientists
4: when it comes to, right, when it comes to noise, one plus one does not equal two one plus one might actually equal one point one or mm-hmm. or it might just equal essentially one. The human ear doesn't even necessarily register the difference um, so as a result it, what we what we know is it was quiet and now it's loud. But the little gradations of loudness um, are actually not something we pick up that well. So the bottom line is there was this proposal. And um, the problem is you get it, as I feared, it wound up pitting one community against another community because the community that was going to be closer to more planes was scared that their lives would be impacted. And so, you know, we're sort of back to square one on that. But people coming out to an FAA meeting, you know, and and learning about that by doing things like signing up as a supporter of the coalition so that you get notified, actually changed county policy, changed the business, the aviation business policy, which up until that point had been to deny there was a problem and to say, People making noise complaints were making it up, mm. and 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 it, and it switched completely to where they actually invested resources in explore in beginning to explore um, alternatives to to help people. Right. Yeah, as so I, what, what, I said
2: earlier that the, the big no, big thing from my noise pollution. I live in the San Fernando Valley, are the uh, helicopters because we have the car chases. It's a, they have three helicopters go running after the LA.
3: Yeah. When we
2: have the, uh, something happens on the freeway, there's an accident. The helicopters are out there. When there's a police search, you have a helicopter circling around very low. It could be for a few hours when they're searching houses, or as I say, the car chase. And this is more, you know, uh, at least when you have the jet planes coming, you know, okay, the plane's coming over, It'll be over in, uh, you know, five minutes.
4: Yeah. All I can tell you is all I can tell you is I wish I wish that all of our helicopter problems uh, had to do with police chases, um, because luckily we don't have as many of them there. So we would have fewer helicopter problems. Imagine how annoying it would be to have. uh, And this doesn't affect, Maxine, your community, but it affects Mm -hmm. communities to the south and west of the airport. They have, um, you know, they have business people using helicopters to avoid the rush hour uh, commute, uh, traffic, uh, to shuttle between, you know, uh, Westchester and 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 uh, Fairfield County, Connecticut, and Manhattan. Um, and as a result, you wind up with helicopters going over your house constantly. Yeah,
2: j- just getting a little touch into the politics. The rich are getting rich, and the poor are getting yeah. poor.
4: Well,
3: I mean, they're there's people that it. want to take helicopters helicopter. to JFK. Anyway,
4: <laughs> look, there's there's a whole series of. Uh, of new upstart uh, mini airlines, I'll call them. They're like Uber airlines because right. just like Uber said, oh, we're not a taxi. We don't have to, we don't have to obey the rules. Um, these airlines are saying, well, we're not traditional airlines, so we don't have to obey the rules. Remember those rules I was talking about, in right. terms of number of passengers, mm-hmm. et cetera. So yeah, they're suing the County to say they don't have to follow the rules and they should be able to run unlimited flights and they might, and they're even uh, threatening to argue that the rules themselves should be, uh, you know, reexamined and, and declared um, invalid. And and think about think about how selfish that is
3: for yeah, well, these
4: that, that... companies and the and the and the customers of these companies to be putting so many lives, uh, at, you know, at risk.
3: Right. And then some of them I hear about, we're actually at the answer, we're going to have to wrap, but I, I've read somewhere that they even going to, ha- they want to have pilotless planes or pilotless, something pilotless in the city. Yeah. In the city. Yeah, and I, drone,
4: I, drone planes.
3: Right. Are you for real? I, I mean, talk about, you know, the Jetsons is one thing, but that's a cartoon. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> <so>. they'll
4: argue <laughs> that those will be electric and therefore quieter and, oh, wow. and greener. But, you know, I'll believe it until, when I see it.
3: Until I start bumping into things and crashing. But right. anyway, um, there's a lot more information that we can can get uh, and we can only put it in this amount of time. So you'll have to come back at some point. But so just again, where can people get information so we can at least give them that
4: The Coalition to Prevent Westchester Airport Expansion, ctpwae.org. There's a lot, there's plenty of information there to educate you on the issues and what you can do about them. And a little bit will go a long, long way. So I thank you. uh, And I thank your listeners.
3: I, I thank you for coming and, and for, for for being on and giving us all this information. And people again they have to activate. There's a lot of a lot of things we need to do. And so you gotta get out there and, and, and there's a coalition. Just go online and, and and take take part, be a supporter. So Thank you, Peter, again, and thanks for joining us for The Many Shades of Green. Uh, for more info and shows, go to HudsonRiverRadio.com, MalcolmPresents.com, and The TheManyShadesOfGreen.com. Tweet us your thoughts and follow us on Instagram at TMShadesOfGreen. Uh, follow us on Facebook and subscribe, please, to the podcast, uh, which is on all major apps. Amazon, Apple, etc. A shout out to Neil, Brian, Malcolm for their help. And always remember to pick a shade of green and raise your eco-consciousness. I'm um, Maxine Margot Rubin, and we will see you again next time.
1: This is HudsonRiverRadio.com.